that's insane. Uh, this week is so much worse. <sighs> Hiya, what we saying? It's episode twelve, isn't it? Of yeah, what's up? <laughs> At this point, right, it feels like we could literally be on like episode six hundred because so much dumb shit keeps happening. Yeah, fucking news channel at this point. Every day, it just doesn't stop. Uh, I just so much shit. I just can't believe it. Like, see, see, when I think about like, oh yeah, like it might be a quiet week or a tame week or anything like that. I think from, I feel like you've jinxed it. When I was like, oh, it's going to be quiet over Christmas and New Year. And you were like, nope, no, it's not going to be. 2024 has been fucking nuts. And we're like, what, two weeks into the year? Yeah, it's like the second week. And now it's ending. And I mean, (laughs) what the fuck is going on? Like in the past FYA, it's been like. Yeah, it's been FYA. FYA has started things off like pretty strong. Oh, yeah, definitely. The internet has well and truly stepped up after seeing the dumb shit that has happened there like yeah i don't think i've seen actually no i've seen a couple negative things about fya but we're gonna talk about those for sure yeah yeah um (sighs) how how are you coping because (laughs) uh just information for me i'm in bed i'm just fucking so tired because I've been just reading so much shit that's been going on on Twitter because of all of the stuff we've just compiled for this episode. I'm coping well. I think I've been laughing, like, hysterically. I'm not gonna lie. It's, uh, since yesterday, like, I came home and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Also, you getting involved in it, too. So come this on, like what? how it, like, it's this is like the second or third time that I've made it into our own fucking scene summary. Yes, <laughs> I can't fucking believe it. Like it's so funny. I love it. Yeah. Um, what are we thinking? Like we've literally just spoke about FYA there, mentioned it. I think we kind of need to start. Yeah, let's just ease into it. <laughs> oh yeah. You want to lead the way on FYA? Tell us what's going on. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> first day oh, of fuck. FYA. I have to do my job. Ah, fuck. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> so we all know um, FYA uh, had Dying Fetus playing the first uh, day uh, headliner, right? Yeah, headliner. Yeah, I think. And, well... Um, all the videos that have been posted and all everything <laughs> has stirred up quite a thing because everyone's been saying like, yeah, there's no one like doing circle pits and everyone's like actually hardcore moshing and shit. And like, I think that's great. I love it. Dying Fuse should play more like uh, shows like this where they have a hardcore crowd just fucking going insane for death metal. Because, like, so, yeah. so many of their songs have got, like, some seriously, seriously fucking hardcore, like, not necessarily like, two-step parts, but just, like, yeah, yeah. that, like, you could pit insanely hard to. And, like, from the videos we've seen, we've seen a lot of people yeah. get clotheslined, knocked out, um, yeah. people stage diving, and just straight up moshing and crowd killing and having a sick time. Yeah, there. and they fucking loved it, man. Like, Yeah, totally. They- they also did a great job playing. I mean, I don't know what other bands could have played this, but they did a very good job. Like that was oh, insane. Totally. Yeah. So um 
yeah, and there is a, <laughs> a couple people, a couple that got triggered by all of uh, all of that. Dying Jesus playing this fucking venue and shit. Do you want to? Do you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do this because um, this, this, <laughs> this, this was the the first the first time that I got to shine this week where uh, <laughs> I just I don't know I um I accidentally went viral on the back of yeah. um a tweet about dying fetus playing um playing FYA and like the video is so sick like the whole room is moving and like it sounds yeah. great and the video is like literally starts just before like a breakdown kicks in and you can hear the crowd mm-hmm. like pop and everyone is just going insane and like I don't I don't even think that it would matter what band it is but if you heard a cool breakdown like that and the crowd pops it's one of those like videos of live music that just makes you think like fuck that's cool like when you hear mm-hmm. like a breakdown for the first time and you're just like holy shit that's nuts. yeah but um I put up a tweet of that video just being like not a battle jacket in sight no circle pits, everyone's <laughs> moshing, nature is healing. And as standard, like I think hardcore Twitter sees my shit first on the for you page. And I think that's what kind of helped it gain traction because people were just like, Yeah, this is hard as fuck. This is cool. We've not mm-hmm. got like black metal, death metal kids like stopping people from moshing. Cause like it was a couple weeks ago, no, not weeks ago, months ago, right? Where Dying Fetus were playing like a fest in Germany, I think it was. Yeah, there was and there's one guy the, moshing. Yeah, there's mm. the guy moshing, and like he's the only one that's moshing, but like he's moshing hard. And like, you know how you can recognize that some people just have style? Like, yeah. Uh, like you can recognize that Sean from DOP has style purely from like that 15 second video from Outbreak of their set. Yeah. Like, this guy's got style as well. And in the background, you can see there's a circle pit going on that's kind of just yeah. like people just walking, like speed walking in a circle. One guy, old head, in a battle jacket, basically comes out of the pit. Well, pit, I use that word loosely, comes out of the circle pit and basically grabs this guy that's moshing and is like, yeah. stop, stop doing that, and then goes back into the circle pit. So, like, that was kind of the first bit of controversy that, like, yeah. created around Dying Fetus and, like, hardcore Twitter. But since I put up that not a battle jacket in sight Twitter tweet, oh. um, it's just kind of gotten all these people being like, I can't believe that this is an indicator of quality, that there's no battle jackets. Like hardcore people can only enjoy shit if they have it all to themselves and stuff. And it's like, no, nah, it's oh we just remember that a couple of months ago, you guys weren't happy about people dancing a different way from you. And now you're getting a taste of your own medicine, basically. We're getting yeah. Dying fetus the way that we wanted to see them because like yeah and it, it's been shown that it can work like do you remember when like the announcement for the FYA lineup went up and people were like dying fetus holy shit and, yeah like, it was crazy people were blown <laughs> away because they were like how the fuck is this gonna work and yeah it did no yeah it did great it did great it did absolutely brilliant and like i was basically just like clowning on people the whole time like people were trying to like dunk on me and stuff and i like the guy that was like uh yeah this isn't moshing moshing is when people run around and bump into each other and i'm like brother what is wrong with you (laughs) just shut up that's not moshing (laughs) you're you're just a big fucking loser (laughs) yeah but like this whole conversation led to like death metal twitter basically threatening everyone in hardcore being like yeah, we could just like fucking punch you out, like KO, yeah. you know, like mm, 
Oh my god. Like, like why like is this real a fight? keyboard warrior bullshit? Like yeah. we're gonna lay you out if you dance like the, if you if you march like this at death metal shows and I'm like, yeah, you're not gonna the warrior. We're Just not gonna not... go to your death metal shows, bro. Fucking death metal bands come to hardcore shows, so exactly it's not our problem. Like uh, we've yeah, seen that the fucking... crossover can work when death metal is like brought into like the hardcore community, but then yeah. if you put it in the other way, like the death oh, metal no. community can't hack it. Nah, they're like a too like hard bubble. They don't want to share yeah. anything, do anything. But you know, I I don't fucking care. I don't go to death metal shows if it's yeah. just like for one show maybe. But like in general, nah. Like the, the thing that I think made that Dying Fetus set so good is that we were kind of able to recognize like the more hardcore parts in their songs. But the thing that I fucking loved seeing was mm-hmm. uh, when they play the Integrity cover and there's the video oh, yeah. of the guitarist in the crowd being like, fuck that, I wrote that. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like... Just the video of him like, yeah. Yeah, like it, it's just like it's a recognizing like the source and the respect on that is just yeah. it's it's beautiful. Love getting yeah. to see shit like that because like we all like we talk quite a lot about like um how you should support your scene and stuff like that. And I think that this is one of those moments where like like the roots of hardcore and that are being recognized through like this is the guy that wrote this song so many years ago and a band that are effectively from that time are bringing it back so everyone yeah. can experience it now and like it's it's just it's it's a really really cool thing and i think that's like a real bucket list thing for quite a lot of people yeah also i, I have to say like dying fetus has gotten my respect since this whole fya thing because i don't know but not like just like what other band would play fya and be like get this response and do shit like that not a lot i think so i'm like okay dying fetus okay like i i see you i hear you i think they got like the respect from a lot of people because like usually when it comes to like hardcore fest whether it be like um fya sound of fury whatever usually when like hardcore bands like get like some sort of coverage or like there's like some video that goes viral from it it's usually either like something fucking stupid happens yeah or it's just like something like ridiculous happens like it's really like a moment where people are like fuck the, the musicianship or the songwriting capability or anything like that or being able to do something so different like like crossovers between genres mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. rare that we actually see moments like that where people are like man this is cool because of that like mm-hmm. like the the fucking um the suburban scum uh pre-show <laughs> where like the ladder gets thrown that's an example of a video that went viral at a hardcore show because it's funny and it's insane yeah it just reminds me of all the other videos that have been like going viral so many years ago uh, like shows like happening like shit like that like tables chairs whatever and then oh my god yeah pre-show the ladder and the mosh pit it's been thrown like so many times too i've seen like a whole compilation of these so fucking funny oh. yeah <laughs> Fuck. like it's it's always stupid shit it's like um the vocalist from like pacifica doing his part in um the momentum show but he's like gay people what's up and like it's just dumb shit like that that like goes viral but 
yeah with like dying fetus it was purely like they just did something really cool that was down to them just being fucking excellent musicians and i love that yeah totally totally everyone uh i think every band had uh good response i mean there was like nothing twitter was so so positive when it came to fy like everyone's posting so many cool videos and like responses and like their favorite sets and shit it was so wholesome uh i wish i was there that's actually a really good point i can't actually think of any negative tweets that came about it there was like the whole thing with like um like balmora spoke up about um roman candle apparently making up allegations about them to get kicked off of f for the children i know that's not related but that was around the time where fya was like within a couple days but when i think of like when i think of like the responses yeah it has been it has been super positive like i i feel like i've seen videos of pretty much every set like on twitter on my for you page because like people have been so positive and interacting and engaging with all these videos and getting to see like bands that that people that people had never known about actually getting this insane response dop coming from across the pond to play in fucking florida and go and people going absolutely insane and uh, it's 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 so fucking cool i did see one dop tweet though that absolutely fucking killed me and it was uh, a Uh, DOP, we're from Scotland. Guy standing behind me. That's so cool. That I wish. Yeah, I saw that one. Oh uh, my god, it was just the so fucking funny. And then there's the one of like your mate that was like, uh, um, I just saw, I just saw the gridiron set start, and this guy had turned his cap backwards cap sideways. <laughs> and then you just see the picture of him. <laughs> yeah, so he posted funny. in his story man it was so fucking funny when i saw it gridiron start started playing this is this is the cap now it's incredible i love my friends i love everyone Uh, it was so good but oh actually there was some um controversy well not really just one stupid person talking about the lights on at fya and it being a big thing and i was like honestly like when I look at that venue, I've never been there, but I know that people mosh, like mm-hmm. actually mosh and shit. I don't want to imagine it without the lights on. Like I probably would be scared as shit. And I don't care if your photos aren't as good when the lights are on. Mm-hmm. You're just a shit photographer if you can't deal with it. I'm sorry. But like shit looks insane. It's way cooler to see everyone and have like this yeah it kind of like a school thing i don't know it's like you know we met up we had a show and we just left so it's like yeah, lights on it. is cool you can just see everyone have fun recognize people actually you know i, I don't, don't know i don't like, have a problem i don't even think it's a stretch to say that having the lights on kind of gives like all the photos and videos like like um like a more kind of like communal vibe to it you can yeah, see right getting into it and even though the big light's on, the, the, I don't think there's been any moment where I've thought someone is exhibiting main character energy. Everyone's just yeah. there doing shit. We didn't have, like, fucking Fubu Man or anything this year <laughs> or anyone like that. It was just the no. case, like, everyone's marching. Everyone's hanging. Yeah. 
everyone's like going for mic grabs and that and like it was fucking excellent and like i i'm a big fan of like lights on i think lights on yeah and i think when like it comes to photos in particular lights on is something that can definitely work in your favor because like you don't have to like you don't have to work against like the fucking lighting tech like every time every time that i go to film or shoot shows with like cat and daitan like I always speak to the light tech before and I'm like what's your plan here same as like when we when you guys did like that first show of like the divine yeah. sense tour and I was like oh yeah what you plan on doing with the lights and he was like all of them <laughs> so- <laughs> yeah right we just clicked every single button just like yeah it's gonna work I think <laughs> the big lights on but we've also got like all the spotlights and making everything yeah, on too. So, um, oh. but no like it's it's the big light on like adds so much more and I think that if there's any people that are against the big light on, all I can think of it is from the perspective of people feel like they need to have light shows on to like add to the experience and stuff. And I think that something about hardcore is that you don't need all this extra like fucking ribbons and shit like that. Like it's good yeah. music. It's music you can dance to. It's music you can get involved to. And I don't think you need like any like fancy like projector screens or lights and spectacles and that because like hardcore is hardcore. And yeah, right. I don't yeah. think you could actually talk to anyone about hardcore and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the hardcore show that I went to the other day was great, but like you know what made it even better? The light show. I don't think anyone has ever uttered those words in my life. No, not really. But also, you know. If FYA was outside, no one would be talking about any kind of light because it's just bright outside. I mean, yeah. it's in Florida, right? So, exactly. like, no one cares about it if it's outside. But once it's inside, when the big light is on, it's a problem. Like, shut the fuck up. Come on. Like, no one cares. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> this big light controversy is brilliant because, like, I think that it, it almost relates to, like, normie culture so hard. It's like, why are you putting the big light on? Like, we're just sitting in the living room. And it's like, yeah, well, like... It's the big light. Just, it's the big light. Yeah. It's just the big light. And it's like, I can understand why people wouldn't like it in that context. But like, at shows, when it comes to hardcore or any hardcore adjacent bullshit, I just don't think it's it's not a necessary component to make the show great. Like it. No, definitely not. I mean, remember when we played in Italy? Lights were on. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. That was the... That was the room that was like the fucking um the band room. Yeah. The recording room. With like the fucking wooden panel walls. It looked like you yeah. guys were playing on like a fucking pirate ship. It was great. Yeah, right. It was lights were on. We didn't fucking care. I'm glad the lights were on there to be fair, because like Oh my god, that, imagine. That Jorelia band that brought like like the Italian band that brought all their friends were just the moment they started to the moment they finished we're just hitting everyone going ham absolutely so funny oh man so so funny but yeah big light (sighs) rules battle jacket twitter sucks dying fetus rule yes circle pits have their moments yeah we can sometimes but yeah. yeah but um martian fucking rules and that sort of shit like just makes shows brilliant and I think like all in all FYA was a huge success this year yeah I've heard pretty much only that mm-hmm. yeah um my goal is to go next year 
Um, I would love so to. I'm already like <laughs> trying to save money to go to Florida <laughs> next year. I don't care who's playing. I just want to experience it. But yeah, okay, cool. We got, what are we going to go for next? What are we thinking? Let's talk about the the merch controversy. Is this the, the £80 hoodie that we're talking about? Oh yeah, like, you've yeah. been involved <laughs> once again. Once so, again, uh... I am involved in this one. So, um... <sighs> Fuck it, yeah. I'll, I'll lead the way in this one. So, um, what the deal here is, right? Basically, to put it in like short form, is that it's an eighty pound hoodies are currently being sold at the Bring the Horizon Bad Omens Cassiette and started dress tours right now. All the bands are basically yes. selling their hoodies for like eighty quid because like they're mm-hmm. price matching and. It could be anything from like the quality of like the garment itself that's putting the price up, but then. Also, the fan bases that they're going to be selling these products to are more likely to actually spend that amount of money on an item that is that expensive. But um, I put a tweet up, as I do all the fucking time, literally just yes. throwing shit at a wall and just hoping it sticks. And it's gotten to the point now that I can just say things and people are just like, that's great. Or they're like, this is fucking stupid. Yes. Conversation starts out of it. But... um. I put this tweet up just being like, um, I'm going to find it right now because I think it was, I'm scrolling through my Twitter right now and it's literally just like fucking Machine Gun Kelly running. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the tweet was, if you can justify £80 for a hoodie, but not £10 for a local show to support your scene and to check out new bands, you're lost. Like, you're lost in the sense of like, you're nuts, you're insane. Like... How can you justify paying eight times the amount for a hoodie when you could go see like eight shows at 10 quid entry each and you get to see, it's it's not even about the quantity of bands, it's more about yeah. the fact that you could come across something that you find like truly special, like a band mm-hmm. that you want to follow, a band that you are genuinely interested in, merch that you've not seen anywhere else. Like, yeah. It's the whole idea of like supporting venues and grassroots bands as opposed to just like sinking £80 into a hoodie for a band that are technically worth millions. They just yeah, don't definitely. need the money or anything like that. And mm-hmm. I can understand I can understand like when it comes to that particular fan base, I I don't think that they're actually like they don't give a shit when it comes to like the perspective of uh, let's save music venues. Let's go see local shows to support the scene to encourage more people to like put on shows or like help bands actually become something. They're more interested in the bands that are out there. All the work has been done. They're established, and all they have to do is buy a ticket to go see this band like once every couple months when they go on tour with a couple other bands, and mm. that, that's them done their work. To them, that's what the scene is yeah whereas like the scene that you and i are from that we speak about like so passionately is the scene where you want to see more and more shows get put on at venues that need the support for bands that actually want to be able to raise enough money through selling merch through selling tickets or whatever Mm -hmm. to actually be able to go on and potentially become part of like that community of bands that are established like the the whole the whole like 
I think the ethos in hardcore that applies to us in particular is that we don't particularly care about the money aspect of it whatsoever. Like, yeah, definitely. Money, money obviously helps, but money isn't everything. And I think that that's where like quite a lot of like perspective is lost again. Where it's like, yeah, let's make a band to make money and stuff, but in reality, it's like let's make music to put on shows to introduce more people to the community, to the ethos, to the scene, and what it really is actually all about. Because without local venues, without local bands, without local promoters, without local zines and shit like that, we don't, we wouldn't get to experience the things that we do get to experience, and those established bands wouldn't go on to become what they are. Yeah, I think uh, I've read so so many like tweets and shit about this situation and something did like bug me a little bit, which like nowadays it's all about marketing and shit, marketing yourself, marketing your band, like putting money into like social media and shit. Like mm-hmm. you have to sell your band this way to get people to like you or to listen to to your band. Um, And if I think about the last like i don't know fucking 30 years of of the of music like small bands becoming big they didn't have that shit you know like everyone started at some point where they were just like yeah i have a band we're gonna play this fucking venue like right next to us and shit do you want to come and like people just went there were like actual flyers just like paper you know everywhere just fucking stick them to a wall and hope that someone will come and Mm -hmm. now it's all about like yeah you're gonna make tiktok content you gotta do this and that and it's like no being a band isn't about marketing i'm sorry just such a weird take because everyone's been talking about uh i think especially like sleep token because they've become big through socials uh which i think it's just because of their image that they have um but like if I think about hardcore bands nowadays, like most of the hardcore bands that are coming up now or like making new music, um, like most of my German friends, they just like, yeah, here's a demo. Check it out. They don't even have an Instagram account for the band. Nothing. It's just like the people sharing it. And it's like, yeah, I want to see them. That sounds great. And that's how they do. And exactly. it works. Like this is, yeah. um, th- this is like fucking gulch all over again like yeah no one's no socials account, nothing no socials nothing but still became one of the most important bands of like the fucking 2020s like it's just nuts yeah totally and of course you can talk about merch and all of that but yeah but i don't fucking know 80 quid for a hoodie and then you can't fucking go to someone like some local show next to you because I imagine all of the people that went to those fucking headliner shows of Bring Me and shit, they probably like traveled, had some expenses and shit. And usually like the people that go to these shows, like majority of them will spend 80 quid for a hoodie. And the thing is, the bands know that they will. <laughs> like, like that's a problematic thing like they know they will spend that money and these people will probably never go to any like local show that is either free 10 quid 20 quid who cares or maybe like buy merch from a local band that is like 25 quid who knows that they might like it's all about big bands and 
their marketing and shit because they're important, right? And everyone else is just like, yeah, they just exist. We don't care. Yeah, they're, they're just not interested because it's it's like this massive divide between like what um, what the scene means to them and what the scene actually is. Like it's this whole like um, rose tinted glasses mindset of believing that yeah they're supporting they're supporting music by going to these massive huge productions con like productions and concerts when in reality like they're supporting that band absolutely but they're not yeah. supporting the scene because like it, it's like people that go to their one hardcore show a year and it's outbreak <laughs> yeah that's totally fair yeah, there's just like there's so much that people can like actively do with their money. And if people want to spend it on 80 pound hoodies, okay, but I think what would be beneficial is if people realize that the value that their money has and how far they can stretch that money in terms of potentially discovering bands that they love and being able to actually watch the bands that they love grow and become something. Like they have the the ability to do that, but the yeah. but they're they're not considering that because the way that huge like metalcore and metal bands or whatever bands are within the sphere are like marketed by like the industry now is that you've got your likes of like say sleep token and shit like that and like ghost mm. like you don't see anything about those bands being at like a lower level you just see that they've instantly came in and they're just like this massive phenomena like with this huge yeah, right. behind them they've got like all these like conspiracy theories to them and you never actually get, like can you imagine if there was like a group of like four guys in masks like playing local shows now like it would either bomb significantly or people or, be like this is fucking hard this is this cool is, as shit yeah, and yeah. Like, but yeah like it, it comes down to like what people believe is marketing now because like creating social content is like the idea of like like to me bands creating social content makes me think of like um not related to hardcore whatsoever but i always remember um uh, Florence and the Machine being interviewed yeah. about um, how do you keep your band relevant nowadays and the vocalist goes on to talk about how um, the industry and like their label in particular is really pushing them into like creating like TikToks and stuff like that and yeah. you can see from like the TikToks that they've made like it, they, it does numbers absolutely but you can see that this just isn't the shit that they want to be doing and I think that once a label or the industry or anything like that is pushing bands into doing shit that they don't want, it kind of stops being the sort of music that they wanted to make. It's now yeah. into like this machine dictating what is what is success. And that all kind of comes down to like the industry making money. And I I, I don't think that's right. Because I think that if you implemented that within like the hardcore scene in particular, punk DIY, whatever, you would see yeah. it just wouldn't work here. No. Uh I've had this discussion so many times because I know like even here in Switzerland we have like bands 
that aren't like known or anything, but they do marketing. They just do like ads and shit or like social, but they don't really play any shows and they don't really have like a fan base really, mm-hmm. but they keep pushing their music like on playlists and shit and they might get like the fucking listeners and followers, but no one shows up to their shit. Like no one knows about them. I just keep seeing them on socials and I don't know if that's the right approach to, to, to that. Like I like you can do whatever the fuck you want with your band. I'm not going to judge you, mm-hmm. but it's still so weird to me in in this world of like DIY. Well, I mean, we built this by doing it ourselves. Right. And now there is like this big corporation shit, the labels and telling you what to do and like how to market and fucking, whatever i don't know i feel like most musicians lose interest in doing anything music related because of it and like i know that most like when i grew up on this music i remember being fixated on big bands because it's like the only stuff i knew um and like at one point where you get to know people you get to know like people in bands that play local and all of that and you get involved and sometimes i'm like is this the problem that people don't get involved with others that are like playing shows and shit? Because that's how I got involved because I probably wouldn't have gone to any local show if I didn't know anyone because like going alone to a show, bruh, what the fuck? So I don't know if it's like a a social (laughs) issue too, which makes me think about that a lot because yeah, I get it. Some people only listen to big bands and I mean, Go for it, you know, but it's still if you want to talk about supporting a band and supporting a scene, you know, your local scene is like important too. So where the fuck are you? Yeah, like what 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 are you actually doing? Like come on. Yeah. Like, they already have millions of dollars. I mean, fucking bring me isn't poor. They don't have to pay any fucking money to play anything. Exactly. can just release music and release whatever the fuck they want to do you know uh, they can put bands on the lineup either they like them or not or it's the label that put them on you know but if you also don't show up to the opening bands playing these fucking gigs you suck yeah like it's... also for everyone uh, <laughs> to know the fya um yeah, you suck if you don't go to listen to the opening bands uh, at any, like, big show. I don't know. It just fucking sucks because it's usually, like, smaller bands just getting an opportunity to play it. And they also need support. But yeah, y'all just absolutely. go and support your big band. And it's so important because it's not like they tour fucking UK, USA, and Europe three times a year. Oh, jeez, man. Like... <laughs> What do you think uh, happens to like all those people that are like come to Brazil? No one goes to fucking Brazil. They have to go to local shows. Yeah, right. Go to Brazil, man. What the fuck? It's just nuts, man. It's just yeah. it's so fucking stupid. And yeah. I really hope that something changes. But like I think with like this, it's not even with like this introduction of like social media and stuff like that. Because it's obviously been a thing for a long time with like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, with like MySpace and uh, like bands like making Facebook pages and stuff like that. I just think that now a lot more people feel like they're more in tune with how the industry works. 
and they're talking about creating social content and how bands should market themselves and how they should do this and how they should do that. This is the sort of shit that comes from people that share or create content and they they put like content like around like the little fucking bunny ears, like annotation yeah. marks, whatever. And it's the sort of shit that is like said by like Marsh accounts. It's like, yeah, we're supporting <laughs> for sharing fights at shows. And it's like, no, you're not. All you've done is like written the band name in the caption. Like, that's not supporting shit. Like, oh, but it's got engagement, it's got traffic. And I can understand that there's people out there that are like, oh, any publicity is is good publicity. Good publicity. It's not. Like, no. you want people to like your band. Like that, I think that is like one of the most important goals is that like you're creating art that you like. You want people to like your art because it fucking sucks when people talk shit in your art. Because like you've created something with passion and love and interest that you want to be able to put out there. And if people talk shit on it, it can be so demoralizing. But I think yeah. that like, I think with like the likes of like people creating social content and marketable riffs and breakdowns and shit like that. Mm -hmm. I think that when you consider those things, that's when you start writing for other people as opposed to writing for yourself. Mm -hmm. And when people talk shit and you're seeing all this publicity and you're taking it all as like good publicity because people are saying good things, but they're majoritively seeing bad stuff. You don't care about that because you're still hitting numbers. But yeah. do those numbers ultimately translate into your band becoming successful? Like our views yeah. and traffic will ultimately <sighs> make your band successful. You could say yeah, you could say no. But like if your band is getting bad traction online because people think you guys are fucking lame or they think your mosh calls are cringe or anything like that, if they're usually yeah. talking poorly about your band, they're not those people are not going to be at your shows. And again, yeah. you can think about that in a positive light and be like, oh yeah, we'll, we don't want those kinds of people that are showing. It's like, well, yeah, they're the ones that are giving you publicity though. So it's, yeah, like, right. it's, it's a double-edged sword where mm. you could claim that you win regardless, but at the same time, you also lose regardless. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's something that I think you and I could talk about forever. But yeah, definitely. It's insane. <laughs> there, there's so many different ways to look at it. And I think that being able to kind of like look at it from multiple perspectives, like really helps you kind of gain a context and gain an understanding as to why people feel this way about modern music and mm -hmm. why it's good and why it's bad, effectively. Yeah. It's been an interesting, it's been an interesting um week. It is time to mention <laughs> what the last few days been about. <laughs> like I, I, I originally thought that like when drafting up the tweet, like the scene summary tweet that goes up every Sunday along with the podcast, I thought that I had like rounded it out to the point that like it's perfect, like there's yeah. nothing more that can be done to it, and I had um I'd upset um sam from wargasm by tweeting like um oh i wonder how much wargasm paid to get on these corn shows because like it became common knowledge when wargasm were outed as not being this working class band that they had claimed to be because mm -hmm. sam's dad was in the sex pistols and the same tour that scowl got invited to be on with limp biscuit wargasm paid 
to be on that US tour with Limp Bizkit wow. and Skillow. And um, I thought, yeah, I've I've gone and upset um, a really gimpy musician. But um, Ollie Appleyard from Static Dress immediately one-upped me by um, upsetting MGK, Machine Gun Kelly, Squirt Gun Smelly, whoever, whatever you want to fucking call him. Yeah. With, um, with like that razor blade guitar that came out that's actually turned out to be $1,500 and it's made of shit. And he simply just yeah. shared that and said, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. And it's like up at like 10K likes and shit. And yeah. MVP goes and replies to it being like, oh, you don't understand my art, bro. Blah, 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 blah. Like, blah, 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 blah. And I thought, holy fuck, this is mental. Like, Ollie fucking Appleyard, a guy that like has been like making music with like World of Pleasure and like we've seen him like hanging out at local shows and stuff. And like, yeah. He was like, like uh, toured with Bodyweb and all that shit across the UK and spoke so positively about UKHC and supporting your scene. And we've now just seen him like beefing with like a fucking like Blink-182 reject. Like it's just unbelievable. And um, I managed <laughs> to end up in online conflict with a musician that I actually um, idolised when I was a teenager, which sounds... Oh, awful. no way! <laughs> yeah, it's real. Honestly, I had a lot of respect for this guy back in the day, and I used to think he was, like, just something amazing. Because, like, I can remember, like, I can remember the band, like, adding me on fucking MySpace back when, like, the oh, EP first shit. dropped. And I thought, holy shit, that's really cool. And that's what kind of, like, started, like, my whole, like, love affair with this band. But as years went by... Like, I still loved the music, but I thought the guy was, like, a fucking idiot. Then he eventually got yeah. kicked out of the band and replaced, and the band has just gone to absolute shit. But the mm-hmm. band we're talking about is Escape the Fate, and we're talking about Ronnie Radke as he entered Ronald McDonald and told me, um, I fucked up. <laughs> I, I fucked up <laughs> this time. I'm going to legit lose everything I have. And then I sent him back a photo of my middle finger and he just replied the word fear in capital letters. Fear. Fear. Like, that's like, I legitimately felt like I had been hissed at by like a goth in like the hallways at school. Like it was just so, so cringe. This um, timeline is so weird. Like it starts with MGK, um, with MGK's guitar, Ollie getting involved, MGK beefing, with him afterwards it's kind of just goes to ronnie rodke kind of talking about it it i mean wait was it like oh how did it happen even i think the bog tweeted something and then he said something about uh like wanting to fight them (laughs) i don't fucking know and it just keeps going like the beef still hasn't like stopped I've seen tweets going like through the night where where like I mean Ronnie stopped at some point, I think, yeah. because uh he's I think old, he just imploded. Like, yeah. Yeah, like he's 40, man. Like what the fuck is he doing? Quote tweeting everyone hating on him because uh fair enough. He's fucking he's been in prison for reasons, right? He's a fucking yeah. asshole. He's done he has, so like, many domestic, like he has domestic um battery charges against him for beating an ex-partner that he um he didn't dispute just got charged with that outright um yeah. got put into prison 
not for killing someone, but for um for being involved in for the being whole thing. involved and for like um like I think it was like he got put in prison in like Las Vegas for uh um being in possession of like brass knuckles and like having weapons yeah. there is an issue. But the thing that I think is absolutely nuts, right, is like yeah. the fact that this guy is so fucking unhinged and insane that the guy that ended up dying because of like the altercation that Ronnie created ultimately resulted in his friend who was also involved in the altercation committing suicide. And holy shit. You would think that he would have learned from this or something, but no, like he's just he's just fucking nuts, man. Like he's just been going downhill ever since we need to confiscate this guy's phone. Like what is going on? Not just only, but yeah. Yeah. I just think it's insane to think that like the bird app has gotten to this point now that um the for you page shows you a lot more than you would have ever have seen before purely just by following people and people's ability to interact with each other is like heightened now and i think that mm-hmm. that's what's basically happened on the back of like that slaughter to prevail revolver cover like because i got mm, yeah. that yet again where um i had shared like the sources that the vocalist um had uh, affiliations with like right-wing nazi uh, publications bands and the fact that like he's got like actual nazi tattoos one of which he has attempted to cover up but i don't think yeah because his label told him to his label told him to because it was causing problems uh for them on tour to the point that like in 2015 their european tour got fucking cancelled because they were like oh yeah this guy with a black sun tattoo across his elbow is um creating music and we don't want Nazis in the scene and effectively got cancer, yeah. which is exactly what should have happened. Mm. But um I had shared my views on that to the point that Ronnie himself actually like quote tweeted my shit, being like, How dare you call these people fucking Nazis? Like who the- you're too comfortable saying these things on the internet, bro. Who the fuck do you think you are? And I'm like, are you defending are are you go- coming for me because you're coming for me for calling people that are Nazis Nazis. Like, this mm. is something is not adding up there. Something is not adding up. And I think that that is so fucking nuts, man. To think that, like, yeah. we have these musicians out here with massive platforms that could be doing good, but instead are just like, Ronnie's like a perfect example of like, how you can but at the same time Ronnie's also like a proper unique example because like there are so many things that this man has done in his career that should have basically just like caused him to fall off but he's only gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and I think that like this whole like edgelord aesthetic has like resonates with a lot of people and I think that that's why like he's managed to hold on to a lot of popularity even after like the fucking Papa Roach um piano cover of last resort that he did like i thought that if anything like that would kind of get rid of him if not the domestic <laughs> charge but the domestic assault charges but um i just it's just it's so odd to see how things are actually like marketed now like we were just talking about there like these mm-hmm. people are able to market themselves in such like a negative way that it works and it's keeping them not necessarily on top, but it's keeping them relevant and it's keeping labels wanting to stay involved with them to make more money and stuff because these guys are so fucking weird. But yeah, like I just can't believe I got fucking 
like fear dropped into like my DMs. Fear. Yeah, that was weird. I I <laughs> I keep seeing everyone replying like fear. Here. Oh, like so like the 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 copy pastas that have came from this has just been incredible. The fear so is brilliant to the point that I have like a guy in my DMs being like, I can't read fear without thinking of like that office episode where they go to like Dwight's farm and his brother's there and they have to like conquer Ryan's fear or Jim's fear and it's just this brother Moe's in a shirt that has fear written on it. It's not just <laughs> kind of fucking deal. It was just so fucking funny. And then there was. The other one, the first copy pasta that's actually like going over quite a lot of people's heads was uh, mm -hmm. nope, you obviously fear what is coming. You definitely got too comfortable, <laughs> jackass. Ronnie is calling you out and you have no credible counter except, hey, look over there. Nice job mining views so that a lot of people could see what a loser you are. And people yeah. have been like replying that under all of my shit, and I've been replying it under all of his shit, and everyone just keeps saying fear in capital letters. So funny, man. Like also, uh, uh fucking Ronnie hates straight edge people. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> so everyone that supports yeah. this fucking oh my god, this uh, something someone tweeted something about uh pedophiles or something getting yeah. straight edge tattoos and shit and um josh uh uh they have been involved in the whole fucking scene queen shit last time um tweeted something along the lines of like kill yourself <laughs> <laughs> and then ronnie replied to them with the fucking with the straight edge tweet and just said hey josh and and they've been fucking um, banned from TikTok for like 12 hours <laughs> because oh, of it. It's just <laughs> they like... went out like a god. I was uh, so legit. Like, what the fuck? I think they're back now, but I had to share it on my Twitter because I thought it was fucking heroic of them to do that. So, yeah. Yeah, fucking insane. Like, like also, took, yeah. took one for the, not even took the L, literally took one for the team to just everyone tell him yeah. where to fucking go yeah and fucking sanguisuga bog oh my god yeah <laughs> being involved with ronnie rocket like the whole fucking conversation just being like fight me fight me i can fight all of you at the same time and then being he's being in, in their dms like all the I, time. I have so much respect for like sanguisugabog purely because like they're funny as hell online, they don't take themselves seriously, and they write some of, like, the hardest shit ever. And for them to write the kind of music that they write and to have, like, such a reach, like, hardcore yeah. dig them, deathcore dig them, like, metalcore Metal. fucking digs them, but to, like, I think it started off with, like, the guitarist just, like, beefing back and forth with them. And then eventually mm -hmm. the whole band ended up getting involved when like Ronnie said that one of their guitar one of the guys in the band looks like he has Down syndrome and yeah. ended up stating like I I'll take all four of you, I'll kick all your asses. I'm six foot one, 189 pounds, I'll do this, I'll do that. And it's gotten to the point that like a date has been agreed of May the 17th at a particular yeah. venue and yeah. Sanghui Sugabog and Ronnie claims he's going to be there and like what was it like like Ronnie like someone ended up like emailing Sanghui Sugabog being like yeah hey, I think it was his agent I can't he, that. 
Ronnie's agent or label or something email like their agent and the only thing that their agent actually like he just forwarded the email to them and all he said was lol (laughs) (laughs) see like that's the sort of shit that can make bands so likable and if you wanted to get into the conversation about social content and marketability and that that's the sort of shit that fucking rules that gets people talking about it like it's just so funny it's so weird that like the agent actually asked for them to play like a one-off show with ronnie which is so weird like you like, know what it makes me think of right it literally makes me think of like some fucking arkham city batman joker shit where like if they agreed they'd be walking into like a trap where like ronnie's dressed in like a purple suit with like the fucking chelsea smile painted across his face and he's like what the hell welcome to my abode it would just be some oh. lame circus ringmaster shit where he could try oh. like I can, I can just imagine him just like sat in front of his phone typing rapidly steam coming out of his ears like just oh i'm gonna make all these things happen and that guy probably hasn't slept because he's too busy thinking of like stupider shit that he could have said instead of what he actually said because you know when like people yeah. reply to shit like heat in the moment like he had said something in particular where he was talking about like yeah like um like I'll, i'm i'm gonna fucking kill you and that and it's just like normal people don't say those things like, see, instead of, like, this guy, like, discovering more, um, discovering, like, a wider demographic or, like, being able to do more with his life, man needs to go to fucking therapy. Just insane. Yeah, he's... I mean, he tweeted, like, I'm a fucking psychopath. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, that. that's, that is on par with, like, I studied the Blade shit or I have the power of God and anime on my side. Like, fucking grow up, man. What is fucking yeah. with you? Yeah, he, this man. Uh, also, uh, no, this man's Twitter is just like quote tweeting people that's been like hating on him and just making fun of their looks and shit. That's like stuff that like twelve year olds do. I'm sorry, you're not forty. You care way too much about the people that like criticize you for a reason. By yeah. the way, he started it all. He got involved in MGK and shit that has fucking... nothing to fucking do with him. Exactly. <laughs> it's is this so his marketing funny. strategy? This like, this literally goes it. back to the whole like publicity shit of like yeah. I just do not think he. I don't think he cares, and I think that he's more happy knowing that like he's doing numbers and staying relevant. Like it's the whole like um like YouTubers making like react videos or like drama alert controversy shit they're not actually putting anything out into the world that like that actually like benefits anyone it's just to keep them relevant and keep people talking about them and just to like just to put their five cents into a conversation and everyone now knows that he's a fucking head case that as soon as he jumps on something people want to interact with it yeah He's, I mean, a, he's a big stupid baby. He's a big stupid baby, and the only reason he got big again is because he he started using fucking TikTok, and some things were funny, yeah, because he's an edge lord, and he kept like commenting on shit and doing like responses and shit. Mm-hmm. But that's all he does. I mean, he should fucking invest his time that he's fucking using for all of this to like actually write good music. But man's 
man's already overboard. Like, don't give him a platform. I'm like, so probably he's so problematic. Like, he's forty. Like, let I him still can't be. believe that it was like him. The fucking vocalist from Ballista didn't post anything except a photo of Ronnie with the words 40 years old written over the top of it and I thought no fucking way this guy is yeah. 40 and acting like a high school kid just nuts man. yeah it's absolutely insane what what <laughs> what's been happening on Twitter just because of this one fucking guitar yeah it's literally all yeah. came from a fucking guitar it's crazy yeah like all of this discourse just ended up fucking everyone like it's I'm sorry, but MGK isn't helping himself with the replies he's been giving, and all of all of the people that's been backing him up aren't doing him a favor because the replies have been horrible, but so fucking funny. And then Ronnie Rock kid getting involved, and then also <laughs> getting involved in the fucking slaughter to prevail um drama in that case but i mean drama it's just fucking revolver mag just giving them a fucking platform on the fucking cover of their shit like what the fuck like what is your stance now man like what is the purpose of you tweeting about it like are you pro-nazi are you like homophobic are you transphobic is that what you want to tell us yeah like there's so much that could be like interpreted from this and there's so much that we could be totally skeptical on is it like is he outright just stating like, yeah, you're calling Nazis and people that have information that backs the fact that they are Nazis, Nazis, <laughs> but you're just talking about it in a way that's like, I don't know, are you challenging it? Do you have like a problem with it? Or are you just like putting words in order and kind of hoping something comes of it, but then something always does come of it because people are fucking so in tune with like actually engaging with this guy and encouraging him and that and i just think it uh, i love the internet so fucking much i love the bird app so fucking much love and and hate it you're getting involved in everything this week is insane to me like i i i generally i'm not even going out of my way right to like get involved in shit and that it's just that like you could be like oh yeah like Greg just loves attention and stuff, and, like, lo and behold, I fucking adore attention. But I think that, like, when you have an app where you're able to, like, actually say your piece and put it out there, then by all means, like, like fucking go for it. Just actually be aware of the fact that, like, you're going to meet people that agree with you, and you're also going to meet people that disagree with you. And I think, yeah, heavily. And I think that we've noticed that on the sort of prevail revolver cover is that there's people that are like, yeah, this band are huge. They've gone viral. They've done this. They've done that and stuff. Like they deserve all the hard work that they've put in over the years. And then people will happily discard them getting outed for everything like seven years ago. And they'll discard it because they're like, yeah, it was seven years ago. And it was like, yeah, but the fact is, is that we need to put context into this and we need to understand that like there's far right moralism being spoken about and the fact that like we have like actual Nazi tattoos um, out there. And it's one of those things where like the more you dig into it, the more you learn about it, but a lot of people are just more interested as to what they can actually like, what's like the amount of media that they can actually like consume purely from surface level and Mm -hmm. i think that if you only consume 
media at a surface level, then you're not actually giving yourself the opportunity to kind of like learn more about what's actually going on. It's like reading like a headline in a newspaper and just thinking, well, what's the point of reading like the next two pages when I can just read the headline? Yeah, exactly. It's like Google is free. Like fucking Google is free. <laughs> Google is free. I mean, ugh. everyone's been talking about them being problematic for such a long time. I mean, especially Alex. I don't fucking know who else is in that band. And honestly, just them being involved with him is already enough for me. Yeah. He's been spewing shit all this time. Yeah, he has great vocals. Who the fuck cares? It's about him as a person being shit and problematic and like straight up uh, don't care. I'm fucking Russian. And he talks about having all of these traditional views like, like the Russian people. You can also be a normal human being. And be accepting because you don't live in a fucking village that doesn't know about the fucking internet or what's been going on outside in the world about how people actually live normally. You're a fucking guy that lives on the internet too and goes yeah. to tour everywhere. And you spew all of this fucking homophobic, sexist, transphobic shit. And you're a Nazi? Bruh. <laughs> there's just and people just just let it fly over their heads like it's not a big deal it's like oh he he wears a cool mask and he makes guttural noises like the man from lorna shore cool wow i'm gonna ignore all of the far-right symbolism and um, everything he's been saying and shit like no no but then I don't again, care like, where he's from. We could totally just descend into the whole rabbit hole of uh, separating the art and the artist. And oh my god, stop! There's so much that can be that can be done with this. And I always remember the one conversation, like before I deleted TikTok, because like I had a lot of fun on there, like just yeah. making fun of music and shit like that. But I do always remember one conversation I had, and it was regarding a band that has like so many allegations against them this like the statements and shit are still able to be found and like legal like legal teams got involved and shit like that and it was like it was a big deal in the uk and i can always remember uh, raising this point with someone being like i think it's really fucking weird that you're willing to work with this band knowing these things about them and the fact Mm -hmm. that so many people have come forward and so many people have said like we need to be able to support survivors. We need to be able to understand that just because these people make music that you like, you shouldn't support terrible people. Like, because if they made music that you didn't like, you wouldn't support them, and you would yeah. you would you would feel even less and likely to support them because you know that they're bad people. But because you like their art, you're willing to ignore the bad shit about them. And I remember this person saying in response to me, um. I don't care for their private lives. And I think that there's sense to that in the th- in the sense of like, I don't care for the private lives. I don't give a shit about like their families or like what they get up to or anything like that. But what I do care about is the fact that music is being made by people that are publicly known to be abusers and have like damaged a lot of people's lives and caused a lot of trauma. But there's people that mm. just don't care about that because 
they're willing to listen to the art but not give a shit about who the artist is as a person and that that's like a that's a that's um what what's the word um uh cognitive dissonance like the yeah whole thing with like veganism being like yeah like you can't people there's people out there that can't like actually understand like or they refuse to understand that uh, animals are actually like living beings that deserve to live and then when it comes to like separating the art and the artist it's like yeah i love the art and even though i know this person's a bad person i don't care about that because i like the thing that makes me feel happy the thing that benefits me it's just it's just it's just mental i just yeah we're gonna talk about this one day one day yeah but it's in every genre honestly i mean yeah. beat hip-hop pop and fucking our little bubble that's been spewing a lot of shit lately absolutely yeah it's fucking insane i hope next week is gonna be a little more more tame but <laughs> if you get involved again i'll be there you've be jinxed there. this shit we're gonna have fucking nuts stuff happening all the time i can't wait till i start getting dms from like black metal like battle jacket twitter <laughs> being like i'm gonna lay you out at this rock show fear, you're not gonna see so oh like fucking grow up man fucking nerds man <laughs> Pull the lever crunk. Oh, I've had enough. My, 